Hello, black child. It's so good to know you're here. Do you know how much you mean to us? You are our everything. You are the best parts of us. You are absolute joy. You are absolute love. You are safe. You mean so much to the world. As we honor you, our future, we celebrate those who came before us and promise to continue honoring them and loving each other. Most importantly, loving you, Black Child. This week, as we relax, we will explore the idea of mindfulness using our senses, thoughts, and experiences to help us see and understand the things around us clearly. Our proverb today comes from what is now the Democratic Republic of the Congo. It says, A pretty basket does not prevent worries. What does this mean? It means don't only judge something or somebody by what you see. We should always be mindful, meaning we use our senses and our experiences to help us learn more about a situation. Repeat after me. I am loved. I am cherished. I am mindful. Now, close your eyes. Are you there? Good job. Take in a deep breath. Filling your belly with as much air as possible. Slowly, breathe out. Try it again. In, filling your tummy up like a balloon. And slowly exhale out. Great work. Do this one more time. Imagine that your legs are getting heavy. Your feet and all of your toes are completely rested on the bed. You don't have to do anything. You're okay. Relax your back and tummy. That's it. Now your arms feel heavy too. Your fingers and your head resting onto the pillow. Your entire body feels like the roots of a tree, taking up space, unmovable, unshakable, 
grounded. You imagine that you are a tree. able to see everything connected to the earth but tall and looking out at everything around you you are still this is so peaceful breathe in Breathe out. You notice the day is ending and it's so beautiful. The sky is purple. The stars are just coming out. There are some birds flying together in the air. There they go. They fly up. They fly down. They fly up again. And they keep going out of sight. You notice a road in front of you. It goes straight ahead. It's lined with the most beautiful flowers. As the sun goes down, you can still see their colors. They look like they're sort of purple, sort of pink. You can't see where the road ends, but you know it winds on its path left to right, right to left. It just keeps winding and winding until you can't see any more. Is there anything on your mind? Imagine it happened somewhere way down that road and you can't see it anymore. It is not your concern. The night sky is beginning to come in. It goes from purple to blue. And you just watch and breathe. Let's stay here a while. It's been wonderful to watch the evening turn to night. It might be just as wonderful to go back to bed. What do you think? Breathe in. And breathe out.
you think of Mother Earth. You are supported. Remember, like a tree, you were made to be present, stand proud, but you are always firmly planted. What a gift you are to the world. Breathe in. And out. Breathe in again. Our first story tonight is about a young girl who has a strange problem and learns that the only person who can solve it is her. Let's begin. The Tooth Truth Nina was the kind of girl who always did the right thing. In school, when Mr. Jamal, her teacher, asked for student volunteers, she would quietly raise her hand and wait for her turn to get picked just like he asked them to do. After dinner, she always offered to wash the dishes, dry them, and then place them in the cupboard. When her grandpa, Papa, called her over to help him on the computer, she did it quickly, with no hesitation. Her bed was always made, each corner neatly tucked under the mattress. The floor in her room, always clear of toys. And when her sister Gia left crumbs on the floor, she always swept up behind her. Nina's homework was done by 5 p.m. on the dot, every day. And she was always up early in the morning, ready to leave with mom and dad so they didn't miss the train. Nina was perfect. Everyone said it. She loved that they said it, too. She never knew why, but it made her feel so good. Maybe it was because they were proud of her. Or maybe it was because it made her feel special, like the best kid ever. Whatever the reason, she never wanted them to stop. She wanted to be perfect forever. One day, Nina woke up and began her morning routine. She tucked the corners of her comforter, fluffed her pillows, and walked down the hall to her bathroom. As she started to brush her teeth, she noticed a thing when her toothbrush touched her back tooth. Ouch! she screamed. Confused, she grabbed her purple toothbrush and tapped again. This time, she felt a zing again near her ear. Ah! What could be hurting her this way? She ran down the hallway, something she never did and knocked on Papa's door. Papa, my tooth hurts, and now my ear hurts, and I I think my head hurts. Papa was never one to get excited. Nina's mommy always said that even when she was younger, Papa would always say, There is always an answer to your problem. Whenever you can get yourself to breathe, you'll find your answer. Papa opened the door and asked to see her mouth. He looked inside and said just what she expected. 
Breathe, baby girl, breathe. And so she did. Okay, I will take a look. Now, I don't see anything, but that toothache sounds like a cavity. Nina couldn't believe her ears. A cavity? Cavities weren't for people like her. Cavities were for kids who ate too much candy, drank sugary soda, and didn't brush their teeth. Cavities weren't for kids like her. Kids who did everything they were supposed to do. Kids who were, well, perfect. Nina started panicking. Breathe, baby girl, breathe, Papa said. So she did again. (sighs) After school that day, Mommy came and took Nina to the dentist. Nina had spent all day thinking about the cavity. Dr. Markle, the dentist, came inside and checked her out. She looked carefully and said, Nina, I have good news and bad news. There's no cavity. Your teeth look healthier than my own. (laughs) A sigh of relief came over Nina's body. So what is it then? Well, it seems your tooth is worn down. Worn down, she said. Yes, worn down, sweetheart. It happens when we're asleep sometimes. You move your teeth, and almost like filing a fingernail, this can wear them down. It can also make them more sensitive and even cause pain. That's probably why you were having that zing in your ear. Why would I do that, Nina said. I didn't even know I could do anything besides dream when I sleep. Well, that's really the question I have for you. Because, you see, it's a question only you can answer, really. Sometimes, we do this when we're stressed. Nina? Are you stressed? Dr. Markle asked. Stressed? Never. I'm always on time. I'm always good at my schoolwork. I'm always helpful. I'm always perfect. Mom and Dr. Markle looked at one another. Mom stepped in. Well, I think that's it, Neens. Being perfect is just too much pressure. You may not realize it, but it's hurting you. We don't want a perfect Nina. We just want a healthy Nina. You could never be perfect at everything. That's impossible. But guess what? You'll always be perfect to us, just as you are. Nina, you have to understand. We will always love you. You are always enough. Nina was confused by a lot of things. How she managed to do something like this in her sleep. How come she didn't know these things were bothering her? And who would she be if people thought she wasn't absolutely perfect? So she asked. Dr. Markle answered, Well, that's the fun part. You get to find out. And while you do, here are some things you can do to stop what's happening at night. Dr. Markle gave Nina and her mom something called a mouth guard for her to sleep with. 
She also gave them a paper with some exercises to do in her mind. Nina went home and followed the directions on the paper. She laughed to herself because at the very top was something she had done all her life. Something Papa told her she should always do. Breathe, baby girl. Breathe. This was a start. This she could do. Wow. In that story, Nina was so worried about being perfect and looking perfect that she was hurting her teeth. As we think about our proverb, we can see that by being mindful and thinking beyond what she saw, Dr. Markle was able to notice that Nina wasn't as okay as she seemed to be. And she thought of lots of different ways to help her. It's awesome that Nina is being mindful and not trying to be perfect. She's appreciating the wonder and the joy of just being her. And that's better than perfect. That is peace. Our next story is from Nigeria. It is the story of a princess who was also chasing perfection. Let's start. The Proud Princess Once there was a very proud princess named Afyong. Afyong lived in a beautiful kingdom filled with all of the riches and joys of the world. She never wanted for anything, and as she grew tall and strong, she and her parents began to think of suitors for her marriage. Many suitors came to her, and she said no to each one. I like his personality, but this one is too poor. Oh, and he, he makes my heart light up, but it's far too ugly. I am the greatest princess there ever was. Look to my many servants, rubies, sapphires, and cattle, and any man can see he would be lucky. What a dowry. Her parents had hoped she would choose someone who loved her. A person maybe with a good heart, who improved himself year after year. Someone who would listen to her thoughts, feelings, and ideas. A partner for a life of ups and downs. But alas, their child was only concerned with riches and vanity. One day in the market, a crowd began chattering about a fine prince had found his way to the kingdom. The crowd directed him to the castle at once where he could meet the king, queen, and princess. Afyong had heard, of course, of his handsome face and greeted him before he could get to her parents' throne room. She laid eyes on him and decided at once he would be her husband. Her parents were scared to allow her to marry a stranger, but they decided to allow the union. If this is who she chose, they would stand by her. Afyong's new husband insisted she travel back with him to his kingdom at once. Despite their fears of this too, her parents decided to allow her to go. And so, Afyong and her prince set off to his kingdom. His kingdom, as it turned out, was the spirit world. And as their feet stepped from human world to spirit world, the prince began to change. 
Villagers of all kinds walked up to him, requesting their belongings back. First, this was fancy clothes and jewelry, but then stranger things, like his arms and legs. And by the end of it, the prince only had his soul left. And it turned out that soul was tricking her. He laughed, explaining that he wanted the most beautiful woman in the land to be his wife. So, he created a plan he knew would work. He cackled. <laughs> you see, I've heard of you. Always concerned with perfect. Perfection doesn't exist, young queen. We all have flaws. Once I knew you were searching for the impossible, I knew what to do. Make it possible. If only for a few days. And now, as you've tried to find someone with no flaws on the outside, you found me. A man who has no outside. <laughs> I'd like my dinner now. My mother can help you inside. As Afiang felt regret, her new mother-in-law came into sight. Standing four feet tall, hunched over with a sweet smile, she said, Here, my child. My son has tricked you, although I've asked him not to do it. But I will help you get along here. It's the least I can do. And help she did. Days turned into weeks, turned into months. Afiang and her mother-in-law became closer. And one day, they sat at the table with the spirit man. He screamed, Afiang! I see your mother never taught you to cook, and apparently my mother hasn't either. You are the worst prize I've ever won for a cooked-up scheme. You disgust me. Afiang had reached a moment of despair. Tears welled in her eyes, spilling down her face, and then she looked across the table. Her mother-in-law's eyes filled with something as well. Not tears, but anger. She whispered, Tonight, I will help you leave this place. He is not the child I raised, but a scorned man. His feelings are not your fault, and you will not pay for them any longer. You must only promise me one thing. When you return, you will seek counsel from elders. Wait until you are ready, and then choose a partner wisely. Do you promise? I promise. But what will you do when he finds out? Eh, I'm his mommy, yes. You leave him to me. And with that, she clapped her hands twice, and a tornado spun around her. I call the wind, she said. Take this child home, allowing her never to return to this land. Cloak her in wisdom that she might choose a match worth her mind's value. Allow her forgiveness and allow her peace. Afyang closed her eyes and in a second's journey was in her parents' quarters. She saw them and sobbed at their feet. 
From that day on, she kept her promise to her sweet mother-in-law, remembering that she could not find perfection in another. And instead, she chose to search for peace in herself, learning how to appreciate things like how funny she is, how smart she is, and her sense of adventure. And after learning to love herself for more than just her things, she knew that one day she could truly value another person, flaws and all. And you know what? One day, she did. It's so wonderful that Afyang was able to get home safely. She learned so many valuable lessons, but one of the most memorable lessons she learned is to look for true beauty in herself. When she became mindful and stopped looking for perfection, she was able to find peace. And peace is what we always want for you, Black Child. We know that you are always getting better and better at school, on the playground, at home, wherever you are. But we want to make sure that you are always feeling better in your heart. That's where it matters the most. And if you need help feeling better, ask your grown-up for some ideas. They can definitely help. And whenever you are feeling your best, when you are smiling in joy, laughing loudly, or resting quietly and peacefully, that's when we are in peace. Because you bring us peace. You are our greatest love. Thank you for being you. What a magnificent triumph it is to have you here with us. As we end our time together, don't worry, we'll be back to help you rest. Remember that we can find beauty in so many things and find reasons to be thankful all the time. Today and every day, we see beauty in you, Black Child. We give thanks for you. You are our greatest accomplishment. You are stunning, extraordinary, wonderful, magical, and our truest love. As always, it was fun spending time with you. Whatever you do, don't forget, we love you. Good night, black child.